This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. There's an expression, Kol Akava Litova. Every delay has its reason. Dr. Ag- Rabbi Dr. Agustin and I started learning these halachis of Tzuadaka in the year 2000. And eight, I believe. In the year 2008, I was in Toronto, and the, there was a Chabura over here in Yang Israel, Hancock Park, learning uh, Evina Ezer. And as we were learning, Dr. Agassiz kept on having more and more and more chidushim in this topic of Tsuadaka, which is a topic that is not very much spoken about, it's not developed. So. First of all, it's a schus that we have it over here in Young Israel in Hancock Park at Boys from the Chvedasanya, Rabbi Kraus and Rabbi Siegelman. I'm, uh, we're honored to have the, the shir over here, and it's uh, and what better place? This is the uh, this is where the Daf Yomi shir of Dr. Agustin uh, has been going on for many many years, and I have the schus of knowing many people over here. Particularly, we want to mention. Sika Reisman, who much Torah I have learned from, and we exchange a lot of Torah together, so it's an honor. Sika did write a very warm letter in the Sefer to both Dr. Agustin and myself, and uh, and this this Sefer is a product of of recognizing the tremendous shilas that are involved over here, and there is no way that any Meirehayro, any Paisik. Any rub could approach these shilas without being being in constant contact with a doctor and a doctor who knows what he's talking about is Talmud Chacham, and that's what we have in Doctor Agustin over here. And I was able to learn these inyanim, and we were able to be mevar some of these inyanim together. And more recently, and we didn't know why it took so long. And Baruch Hashem, things sped up, and here we are, five days before the daf. We're coming exactly on these sugyas of Yavam, Daf Ein Hey, and here we are, five, five, five days before the Daf Daf Yomi cycle, and we were able to, to to have the sefer finally come out. A special mention to Rabbi Ariel Lovadia, who is now a Chashav Meir Hayro in Lakewood that worked a lot on the sefer, and uh, and this the sefer has Baruch uh, Hashem, a lot of effort was put into it, especially in the past few months. A special, uh, uh, a special Yashukayach to Dr. Yaakov Agustin as well, who together with, uh, with, with Dr. Agustin, they went around Eretz Yisrael speaking to prominent Paiskim and presenting to them key shilas on the subject, which to date, to our knowledge, has not been done before. A safer on this subject of Tzuadaka that we hope that the Moire Hayra and the Rabbanim and people who are Isaac in these Shilas are going to have a resource to go to and really be able to, to understand what the Shilas. Of course, we are not poskening halachalamaisi. These are inyanim chamurim admaid. And what I would like to do over here is basically introduce some of the key topics that are going to come up in the daf. Some of the key topics and shilas that we deal with, and then we're going to hear from Dr. Agassiz some amazing insights about the safer. So we're going to start the following. We're going to start with the following. The the pasuk tells us lo daka and the 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 um, the isra of people commonly think 
it's because obviously we want them, we want them, to, we want there to be children in Klal Yisrael. And if people are not able to be moilid, so they can't marry into Klal Yisrael. However, the Sefer Achinuch gives a different approach. In the Mitzvah the Sefer Achinuch says that the reason of Tzuadaka is actually because this is, was a practice that the that the kings used to do. That they were mesaris. They used to they used to castrate the zecharim to 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 make them shomrim uh, to, to to make them guardians. And they wanted to keep them. Uh, uh, they wanted to keep them mesuris. So for that reason, it's something disgusting. So we don't we don't involve ourselves in such an iser. However, the Rambam in Meir Nevuchim Chele Gimel Perik Mamtes explains that the reason of Tzuadaka is kipshutai because we want there to be uh, that we want there we want there to be Hailada, We want there to be pure Eurydian Kal Yisrael. And obviously, this is a big monea. Rav Moshe Feinstein deals with these reasons. And he explains one of the key halachis that we have to remember in B'tzua Daka is that the Gemara tells us that there's a limud that excludes a choyli bidei shamayim. That means that B'tzua Daka is only an iser if it's a choyli bidei adam. But a choyli bidei shamayim is a, is going to be uh, exempt, and there's no problem with Tzu Adaka. And this is going to be one of the main heterim when, unfortunately, there are cases of Tzu Adaka in the community. We examine if it's a Chayu Bidei Shamayim, and we'll speak for a moment what that means. Vermeisha finds it just points out that it's really dependent on the, uh, upon these reasons, because if you're going to tell me that it's Tali in Hailada, so should it really make a difference if it's a Chayu Bidei Shamayim or not? If we, if it's because of the Sefer Achidu, we understand much more. It's most to do an action of castrating, but if it happened, Mishamayim is not his fault, so then we understand much more why a Chayu Bidei Shamayim is a tour. Nevertheless, Moshe does explain according to the Rambam's approach that it's because of Hailada how it works. It's not the time to speak about it now, but I just wanted to present some of the background information. Really, I'm just giving some Rashi Prakim. There is a major machlaikis. This is this, a central machlaikis. I'm going to just mention some key machlaikis, and, and then in order to really, so that we understand some of the insights that Dr. Agassiz is going to tell us. There's a, there's a central machlaikis between the Rambam and the Rosh. Whether Choyli Bidei Shamayim includes somebody who became sick, and therefore they had to, therefore they had to remove the testicle. Is that also called a tzuadaka? The bidei shamayim is going to be mutter. So when I said bidei shamayim, does that include somebody who became sick bidei shamayim, or something like brokim and Let's say thunder hit him, but not a chayu. So the rosh is medayik from Rashi. The rosh is medayik from Rashi. But if somebody became sick, that's not a Ptura Bidei Shemaim. The Rambam held any Chayli that happened to a person, that is going to be a Ptura, and he's not considered a Ptura Daka, hence he could marry at the Kali Yisrael. When we talk about marrying at the Kali Yisrael, he could marry into anyone. A Ptura Daka cannot marry unless he marries a Mamzeris or a Giyoyris. A Mamzeris or a Giyoyris. And Svika is going to tell you some H's that people have when we want we want we want a koyin to marry a grusha of a chulu. There's a, there's some original H's that, that that people have in this regard. In this regard, in kan But what I what I will tell you, what I will tell you is that in this shaila of Ptsuadaka, whether the rush understands 
that in Rashi that it's only that that it doesn't include a choli makes big big problems for people who have sicknesses and they don't know and and they and they have to unfortunately um, they have to unfortunately remove a testicle. This is where there are big shilas in the Paiskim. There are spheras in Rashi. Rashi in another place a place says a choli might yes be considered bidei shamayim. And we found that we, we expanded on the safer that the Piske Arid explains that there's a difference between a localized chayli, uh, a localized chayli, which that might be a psuadaka that would be aser, but if it's a chayli for the whole, the whole body, that would be a problem. And we demonstrated in the safer what type of chayli we're talking about, Kleinfelter syndrome, Kleinfelter syndrome, Mumps which, or, or mumpsorkitis, we explained, is going to be the, is going to be another yeshuv, how the Ein Yitzchak, or Yitzchak Yitzchak Inspector, explained Rashi. So each one of these chilukim, in the Sefer, we were able to explain, what the Rashaina meant. That's going to be one of the big advantages of the Sefer, really, to, we kind of understand the Rashaina's, and, and based on that, what we are talking about. But, we, we are going to see that even according to the Rosh, if there's somebody who has an intrinsic chayli, that he is a saris, in his whole goof, it's not something localized, that even according to the Rosh and Rashi might be a ptur and he would not be considered a ptuadaka. The Shulchan Aruch brings both opinions, the Rosh and the Rambam, and it seems that many achreinim are machmir from the, like the Rosh. And they say that if somebody got Lo'alenu a sickness, and they had to remove a testicle, the, technically speaking, he would be considered a Tzuadaka. They discuss well, what would happen if he's already married, does he have to divorce? And then they discuss when we could use the Rambam Shita, that Chayli Bidei that a Chayli, that came Bidei Shemayim, but then Bidei Adam, they had to remove the testicle, would that, is there welcome to be Simon on that Shita in certain circumstances? But it's a big issue. That's one of the issues that the Paiskim speak about. Another issue is the famous Shita of Rabbeinu Tam. The Rabbeinu Tam discusses in the Sugya where it says, Nitla Beitza Achas. So Paiskim discusses how could Nitla Beitza Achas not be a problem of Tzuadak. And he explains there's a difference between something that is uh, crushed or something that is totally removed. Nitla might be better, it might be better total removal than crushed. Which is why the Yerushalmi seems to indicate that it would be better to remove the left testicle than the right testicle. And why would that make a difference if one removes the testicle? So that in the Sefer, we're also going to explain, how the statistics show that the, especially the left testicle, if it's removed, there are still great chances of Hoyvodah. So that's another Nikuda that, that we speak about in the Sefer. Unfortunately, this Shaila came up after the after the Holocaust. Rebel Yashiv was asked this Shaila by by people who Lo Aleinu had had operations done to them. Lo Aleinu and, and they came to Rebel Yashiv and they 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 asked, are they allowed to get remarried? They are Pitsuadaka now. Their, their testicles, they were totally healthy, and but they were removed by the Rishayim. So there is an opinion that Rabbi Zalman Meltzer speaks about in, in, the, in the Sefer Amitzvah's Godel, the Smag, who adds on a word that when is Chayli Bidei Adam, when is a Chayli 
going to be a problem if it's bipshiyasai. So there is such a word, such a girsa in the smog, if it's bipshiyasai. That means he, he was negligent. Something happened where he was negligent. But if he wasn't negligent at all, there is an opinion of the smog that it could be that that's not called suadaka. And Rabbi Yashiv shows from others that it's not as simple, and therefore it is not so simple to be saimach on that on its own. So unfortunately, there are tough shaylas. I'm going to just mention to you a few of the shaylas that we deal with before we hear from Dr. Agustin more in detail. Number one is uh, is people. There people have have uh, obviously they come to the rav after they they became bali chub and they had a vasectomy. They had a, which is a serious shaila. That's that's classic suadaka daka They they. We, we, the, the, the tubes were cut. And that was the pshiyasai, right? that's, that's somebody who's a tuadaka who unfortunately can't marry. Baruch Hashem, for modern day, me- modern day medicine, that there is a reversal operation that could get a person to have his tubes functioning again. And it's not full, it, there's, there isn't full success rate. But Rabbi Moshe Feinstein says, if there is even a 40% success rate, although you would need roiv, but since there are some people who are anyways not moilit, it could be enough that already 60%, already already 40% would, of a success rate that we know that people are moilit through this reversal oper, operation, it would work. So there, there we're going to see in the chuvan we brought, we asked many, many Goliath Paiskim, and they all agree that a reversal operation is something that would be matir, a person to come back to Kal Hashem. That's a big deal, and that's a big deal. We, we try as hard as Roshar Weiss has a chuva in the, in our safer that he wrote to us, that there's so much tsar for somebody who cannot find the shit to get married because of this issue, that it's like the topic of iguna. It's like the topic of igun, that we try as hard as we can to find heterun and not to be machmir. And especially nowadays, it's unbelievable with the medical advances that have been done. There are so many procedures that, that, that avoid these issues. There's laser, terp, there, you know, and prostate cancer, and issues with the prostate. It used to be, and especially in the time where Moshe Feinstein was writing his tubas, they used to cut the, the, the tubes. And then we had to deal with the Chazanish's opinion that the tubes that are in the body maybe are not considered part of Suadaka and others who argued. It was, it was a complicated shaila. Nowadays, Dr. Agustin will explain that we don't have to come onto that anymore. There's different method, me- methods to circumvent that. There's different methods to, to circumvent that. There's going to be a shaila that when there's testicular torsion, which is there are there are there are situations, and and, and the doctor is going to to, to be myrophin that a little bit more. That when when the when the testicle was unfortunately uh, twisted in 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 a up to a point that it's dead. Now that doesn't mean that the child or the person cannot have or the adult cannot have children anymore. It means that they have to they have a dead testicle. So we had a debate with other opinions that it could be that you should just leave the testicle in there. And we proved LP many Paiskim, we asked many Paiskim this Shilas, one of the Shilas that we asked the Paiskim is that since many parents don't want to leave the, the dead testicle in the body, it could cause all types of infections and whatever else. There was a debate, does it cause infections, does it not cause infections? But, but halakhically speaking, 
If indeed we determine that the testicle is totally dead, it's like cutting Buster Balmo. That wouldn't be part of the issue. So, there, so I'm just going to leave you with the last thing is the is the is the is the shitas and marashal that that if you have a surgery that's done litzorif refua, and we are actually trying to help the person have children. For example, there are many times Rabbi Siegelman is definitely deals with this very often is that when people have. Uh, issues of finding sperm. So many times there is a procedure called tessie or micro tessie, which is a, which is a minimally invasive procedure taking a, a semen from the testicles themselves. So tessie is something that's much more invasive, but still it's there in order to have a lot of it. You're taking part of the testicle and that's going to be part of the Nikave. And it's going to be nechsar. You're going to have some some of the testicle that's nechsar. Is that going to be a problem? And many poiskim in the safer we brought in the back said that they felt that it wasn't a problem. Although some said it's better to do micro testing, which is a very very small amount. So anything that's tzarek or would be less of an issue. So I just presented mamishal say a mazleg on the tip of an iceberg of different shilas that are going on over here, so we can understand. And when we learn the daf. We appreciate the halacha lamais and the dynamics that comes out of all of these, all of these different sugyas. And I want to give a big, big yashar koyach to, 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 to Dr. Agassi for putting so much effort and really making sure that this safer comes to, uh, uh, comes to light. It's a much, much credit and it's going to be a big benefit for the Oilam Torah and for the Paisik. I already yesterday got an email from a prominent Paisik in Borough Park, how he bought the safe from Brooklyn. We don't have it yet in LA. It's supposed to come any day. We have, we have a few boxes that we were able to bring, but, 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 but it's, it's coming soon to LA and, but it's already on the East Coast. It's already on the East Coast. And I got an email already how, how a Paisik that deals with these issues said that there's laser nowadays that we could do this surgery and that, and that surgery. And then he brought that the Lavush and the Divrei Chaim held it's not totally in Hailada. So already the subject is coming to light. And that's a big deal. Taking a subject that's a mes mitzvah and bringing it to light is Bishchus. And really Bishchus, Dr. Agustin, we're going we're gonna to ask him to share some Divrei Torah. It is very appropriate that we're giving this year here in Young Israel Hancock Park. Rabbi Krauss graciously asked me to begin teaching the evening Daf Yoimi in 1989. So it's 33 years that my Chabura here in Yang Israel Park have been learning the Daf Yoimi. I never would have reached to the point where I could participate in being a machab of this type of safer unless I've had that type of uh, kvias in learning Torah and I give a lot of, and I recognize Rabbi Krauss in the safer because of that. And I also recognize my Chavusa Ratzika Reisman. Because also for the last 40 years, I've been, been a chavusa with every every Sunday. I never would have come to this point uh, to be able to work with Rabbi Levar in, in producing this safer. Uh, I have tremendous hakaras So it's wonderful to be able to do this in this room. I would just like to give a background and and to everybody sitting here. I'm a urologist. I've been a urologist for the last 35 years. And over those many years, I've gotten... Dozens, if not hundreds, of phone calls from Postkin in Los Angeles, around the country, sometimes from Eretz Yisrael, about a specific urological question that the Postek wanted me to explain to them what the metzias is. What is a varicocele? If there's testicular cancer, what has to be done? All the various questions that related to Pitsuadaka, they wanted me to declare the medical issues. Now, 
as we went through the Dafyoimi, I've been through it now five times, every time you won this, so Daka, we went through it, and I had to tell Rav Avram Kohn, who's the Rosh Kolal of Nishmas Yisrael and Bayit Pagan. He's come every year for many years, and I was, he used to stay by Michael Kess' house, and that year he wasn't in town, so he asked me to be his Hassanya. And he, he was in my house for a week, and he learns halach, hilchasah, shmaitzah, aliba de hilchasah. He's called very involved in practical halacha. So he, he wanted me to learn with him the sugis and yivonis, and we learned all the chazonishas, and all the, and we learned at night in my home, four or five hours, and I took copious notes, et cetera, et cetera, and we drew pictures, never like that. This is about 20 years ago, and every year that he came, he said, you are Machayev to write a Sefer. Because the Moira Hayra needs something like this. Like the Sefer Shechitas Chulin. That many of us have used when we learned Chulin with pictures. How do we learn the Sefer without it? Well, if you take a look at the back of the sheets I gave you, there's very careful anatomical drawings which will explain some of the Sugis that we're dealing with. They have been carefully censored. With Usher Weiss, who I, as Rabbi Leber said, went to him, I sat with him for an hour and a half with my son, Agreed to give a haskama, but he had to, we had, he had to make sure what are the pictures going to look like. So there's some, there's some modifications of the pictures to make, to make sure that it's more tzniyas. But it's still very, very identifiable exactly what the anatomy is, what the shvilim, what we're talking about. And so what, what was that? What, why did I want to give courage to everybody? Every one of you are in a certain field. I don't know what are they, whether it's law or accounting, whatever. But you deal with a certain specific issue that maybe you are an expert in. And you can provide expertise in a certain halacha that, you, that really nobody else knows. And I would encourage everybody to have a chavrusa with, with, with someone who can learn out that sugi with you. And you never know how many others sporin will come out. We, we, we have a great uh, Roma, Tzvi Reisman, who's written over 20 sporin. Uh, so he's machai of us. If he can do it, we can do it. We can try. We can try. We, we just scratched the surface, but we can try. So I'd like everyone to turn to page 17. All I want to do is show some examples of how this safer is a little different. Because we try to show that medical metzias, certain medical facts, inform the Soviet. It's not like when high brisk made, made Svedinim it's, it's pure svara. But we want to try to learn within a svara of one of the Rishonim, where did he come up with it? And, and it was a certain maybe hidden medical fact that the Rishonim somehow knew in their bones that it was true 800 years before medical science finally showed it. I just want to show a few examples of that. Look at page 17. If everybody is with me in the, in the sheets, page 17. There's a major machlokas regarding the issue of Beitza Achas, one testicle removed. We just started tonight. Daf Ayin, the Mishnah, starts off, Ezeu Psiyadaka, Kol Shebeitzin Nifzu, Afilu Achas Mehen. So, Torabon, Ezeu Psiyadaka, what is a Psiyadaka? Kol Shebeitzin Nifzu, Shlok, if his testes were injured, Vafilu Achas Mehen, even one testicle. Arishmo, Bidosh, Yorkam, Nebraika, Shomati b'pichachol b'kerem b'yavna, I heard, kol she'eno ela beitza achas, eno ela svitzcham avakosher. So there was a shita that if you have one beitza, you're not a tzuadako. So you see there's a machloikas between the Tanakam and Rabbi Shmuel regarding whether losing one testicle. All the cases that Rabbi Levar described today, 
For example, when we say that there's a choyli bide shomayim, so we have to decide. Let's say somebody got an abscess in their testicle, right? It's not a pshia. He didn't do anything wrong. So, if, for example, let's say he was negligent. He was running over a, a gate and he damaged himself. He was really negligent in doing it. So that you could say he's a pshia. But somebody all of a sudden gets an infection, and then the surgeon has to remove the testicle because there's an infection. Or let's say, God forbid, there's cancer. The treatment of cancer in the testicle is to remove the testicle. Well, if beitza achas, removal of that makes you up to a doctor, that's a problem. Because it's very uncommon to remove two testicles. So that's going to certainly make you up to a doctor. But what about beitza achas? So, Let's look, look at page 45. Toysus there says, Im yof, look at, read with me where I started. Im that if somebody came with, to one, with one testicle, I would say he's not a tzudah. As long as it was whole. Let's see. Omar read, that word shlaming, you could learn it two ways. Kloima. Dafka shenitla ha'achas. And we're talking about one testicle removed and the achas shleima kosher. Aval nifzo afilo achas. But if it wasn't removed whole, it was removed in chopped up pieces. Let's say it was not removed as a whole. Afilo achas gret fake. It's worse. And they bring us a svar from Kulin where the whole spleen is removed. There, one of the yutchas trefas, if you remove the whole spleen, it's not a trefa. As opposed to, if the spleen was removed in pieces, it is a trefa. Now, by the way, in practical traumatic surgery, when we are called and there was, there, there was a acute abdomen and the spleen was injured, the treatment is to remove it. Because if you leave a, a partially fractured spleen, it's much more dangerous because it can bleed. So that's already an understanding, already from the time of Chazal, that they knew that removing the whole organ is better. Says, I will not read with me more. I will yoiser near Lari, Lefarish aim state tables, Uvilvad Bishal Yamin. The Chumrik, that means the word Shlamin doesn't mean remove the whole testicle whole. It means make sure they didn't remove the right testicle. Chumrik do the Toyfizar Leroyfin, Lach Toyk shall small im Epsha. That means if there's a problem and they have to do surgery, let them remove the left testicle. So this is the famous heter of Rabbeinu Tam, that removal of one testicle, if it's the left one, you're not going to be a tzuadaka. Go back to page 17. Go back to page 17. Look at Psaq Halacha. Ula Halacha B'Shulchan Aruch. See on the bottom, Psaq Halacha. Nechusu Abbeisim O'achas Behem. If both testicles removed, or even one testicle, O'shenifza Achas Behem. Right? That Hareze Apostle Adka. So the Sheet of the Shulchan Aruch is removal of one testicle makes you to a duck. The Hoise of Ramon. The Chenikr. Ramon says, and that's not enough. Udeloki Yesh Matirim Balbeit Sa'achas. Who's he referring to? Rabbi Rutan. Im Haisa Oisa Shenitla Shlema. Kishenitla. Vinishirash al Yamin. As long as when it was removed, it was removed whole, not in pieces, and the one that remains is the right. The he's for us, Rabbeinu Tam. Says the Ramah, We see that they're makilim, 
Vehevrov minion, Vehevrov binion, Adkama. Wow. So in, the, in, at 15, in 1580, when the Ramah lived, both the Shulchan Archa and Ramah held that removal of one testicle, you were up to a daka. Let's read the next paragraph. Not to The later Achroinim were leaning. The famous Yam Shoshleim. The Kach Kosova Marshal. The after Haramba, the Apostle, Elehecha Desula Moili. Right? The Rambab's concept that, what is Tzuadak? It's because you can't be Moili. Aval, quote, Mashakorsi Marshav Haroifi. That is the tap that the doctors cut. Machmasa Evet. He's referring to a kidney stone. Usually, remember, the Marshal's writing in 1600. The testicles are not removed for a kidney stone. I'm not sure exactly what he meant by that. Oshvira Sagu. That I know what he's talking about. That's a hernia. Well, what does a hernia have to do with anything? Sometimes if you have a very large hernia, in order to repair it properly, the surgeon will remove the testicle. Because remember, our testicle begins near the kidney, and then it descends in utero until finally it pokes itself out through the inguinal canal and then down into the scrotum. That's why men get hernias in their inguinal canal. That's the weakest part, because there has to be room for the testicle to come out. So sometimes the surgeon has to close that gap so tightly that he's going to ruin the blood supply of the testicles so they have to remove it. So that's what the marshal is talking about, that it was removed because of Shvira Saguf. So, of course, in our safety, we explain this. I think for many years, they didn't exactly understand what the Rishonim or were talking about when they wrote, because you needed a urologist to explain it. Now, let's continue the marshal. It's a very important sentence. So now, So we, they, we know for sure that after this operation, the person's going to be able to have children. They don't damage the vast deference. Here comes the three most important words. This is a different sugya than many sugyas. This is totally in what the Reuters say. If the Reuters say you can be moilit, then he's not a psuda. That's the Yisrael of the Marshal. Ain biyadeh lips lepasla kol ikar uvan of chen. V'cheinokto akrav l'achel adiver malkiel v'avnei nezer v'gam b'shus beis afrayim. And this is the this is the way the points give the paskin. Or so therefore, and and I won't go into the the, the basic Yitzchak who says that even the right testicle. That means this heterogeneity of the left has been extended to the right as well. It makes no difference whether the one or the other. If the Roythians say that he can be moilid after the surgery, so now you're going to ask me, well, how do we know the fertility of someone with one testicle is the same as two testicles? Well, I have a few pages in the Sefer documenting with much literature from the Journal of Urology and Fertility and Slurry, etc., that the fertility of a man with one testicle is exactly the same as the fertility of a man with two testicles. Exactly the same. So we support the marshal. It's not stamazol, yes. Literature shows us today that the fertility rate of a man with one testicle, whether it was removed because of torsion, whether it was removed because of cancer, regardless of the reason why it was removed, the fertility rate is the same. It's the same as a kidney. If your kidney is removed, your serum creatinine is exactly the same. It functions the same way with the testicle. Now, as you age, and, 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 and your serum testosterone as, as a man ages, your testosterone will go down. So if you have left testicular mass, eventually you might need testosterone boost. 
But regarding fertility, it's not a difference. Now, let, I, this is what I, I want to read the following with them. Look at page 45. What's the anatomical difference between the left testicle and the right testicle? The venous drainage of the right testicle drains to the vena cava, which is the main vein returning blood to the heart. The left testicle drains into the left renal vein. It means the vein that drains the kidney on the left side, so it's a, it's a right angle going down to the left testicle. Therefore, 25% of males are born with something called a varicose seal, which is a varicose vein, just like people get varicose veins in their legs. You can examine somebody and they have a dilated vein in the left testicle. In fact, we see a varicocele. A couple will come in after trying to have children for a year. That's defined as infertility. If we examine the man, we might feel that there's a varicose vein there. You have to make them cough, make them stand up. And you can diagnose. It feels like a bag of, bag of worms. It's an anatomical abnormality. And when the... America drafted 12 million, 12 million men during World War II. They examined every single person. They identified that the incidence of the miracles is about 25%. So, now, the vast majority of men with miracles have no problem with fertility. But, in couples that come in with infertility, and the man happens to have a miracles, and an analysis is done of their semen, through a permitted way. For example, the couple can have relations with a small hole in a protective device, and then that's what gathers the fluid that it can be evaluated halakhically, permittedly, because otherwise, how do we obtain that fluid? So there are techniques of how to obtain that fluid. And let's say their count is low, and you, and you surgically repair the varicose. You go in and you tie up under a microscope, with little suture, and you get rid of all the veins. So, and then you evaluate their analysis six months later, and you see a high count, and pregnancy rates improve by 40 to 60 percent. And this has been a standard method of attempting to correct fertility in some patients. In an adolescent child, a 14 or 15 year old boy, who sometimes is brought to the office, and the parent identified a varicose. So usually you don't have to do anything, because I told you the vast majority, 90% of men with varicoceles don't have a problem with fertility. But if you identify that their testicle is atrophic, has not grown properly, you could do it by ultrasound, you could do it by measurement. So there's indication to repair the varicocele as an adolescent, so that there will not be problems with fertility in the future. You could, there's data that that pre prevents them from ever having a problem. Why do I bring all this up? Well, now we understand when Rabbeinu Tom said, that if you want to remove a testicle, remove the left testicle. Because the left testicle is inherently weaker. The left testicle has a varicose. The left testicle it, it doesn't develop properly. It can develop atrophy like we see in these adolescent men. So this is an insight that we've gleaned from modern medical science in understanding what was the shita of Rabbeinu Tam regarding the value of, 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 remove, of leaving the right testicle and taking out the left testicle if it had to. Now, again, today, there's no difference between the left and the right. Most of the posters say there's no difference whether the right or the left, he's still cautious. 
One other concept from Rabbi Nitzan, in the Shlemim concept. We talk a lot about what Rabbi Levar mentioned regarding testicular torsion. That's, a, that's a, when the testicle hangs by a sporadic cord where the artery in the vein that's bringing blood to the testicle is in that cord. And sometimes there's an anatomic abnormality that as a child is 13, 14, 15, it usually happens around adolescence that the testicle can twist. Think about a rock dangling in a rubber band. If the rock turns, you can see what happens. The rubber band twists. So you can shut off its own blood supply. So you have four to eight hours of severe pain. Family brings the child into the emergency room. If we, if, if, I as a surgeon have done this probably over 100 times in, in a 35 year career. Where you're called to an emergency room as an emergency. You take them to the operating room. You make a small incision. You see the testicle is blue. And you can actually see the cord as, as, as twisted. Then you untwist it, usually 180 degrees or 360 degrees. It could be 720 degrees. And all of a sudden, over five minutes, you see the testicle pinking up. And it gets its blood supply again. And then you tap the testicle in the scrotum and you preserve the testicle. You save it. Now, let's say somebody has pain. They're not sure what it is. And they stay home for two or three days. And they come into the emergency room. So we see no blood flow. We end up taking them to the operating room, but sometimes it's black. And you untwist it, and it doesn't improve. You cut into it, there's no bleeding. Our treatment is usually to remove that testicle. That's the treatment that urologists have been trained with. If you don't, that testicle will infarct, develop an abscess, infection, etc. Which is why, so there was a debate. Maybe because of the doctor, we should leave the testicle in place. Here's the problem. It's been shown that in patients with testicular torsion, the testicle basically breaks up into pieces. It's not shlamed in it. Now, there is a barrier called the blood-brain barrier. God forbid certain people have certain diseases and they need chemotherapy. The chemotherapy will not cross the blood-brain barrier. There is vascular connections that are tighter between the brain and the bloodstream, not allowing certain chemicals and certain proteins and certain medicines to cross that barrier. So it has to be injected directly into intrathecal space, for example. You've got to get it directly into the fluid bathing the, the brain because it won't cross that barrier. Well, it's interesting. The testicle also has a blood testicular barrier. Think about it. If it didn't, we would make antibodies to our own sperm. Because we are a product of a mother, of a father and a mother who have different genetics. And therefore, there's a potential that you can make. And therefore, we find in patients who've not had that testicle removed when they have torsion, have a higher incidence of anti-sperm antibodies later on in life, which presents with infertility. <clears throat> We see through this the concept of removing a whole testicle, shlaming, as opposed to, let's say, it had been removed in pieces because of this testicular blood barrier. There's more of a chance that you're going to have antibodies against your against your sperm, make increase in fertility. So this informs this issue of removing a testicle, shlaming, as opposed to in pieces. It gives this medical foundation to why did Tosis there say shleim? We explained actually both. Shleimin, and the way the race, the race said shall yimin. I'm, I don't have enough time because, I, I, because of 
she heard at 9 o'clock, said we were going to stop here. There is uh, the Gemara that we're going to learn soon in, in Yvonne's. It's repeated in Bechoyos that it seemed, I'm going to read it, page 14, Bechoyos Memdalad on the base. Ton Rabbonu, on the top, where it's asterisk. There are two two holes. And the distance between the two of these shvili, these two tubes, is like a garlic peel. Meaning, it seems from the Gemara that a man had two tubes. We have one tube. A man goes to the bathroom through the, through the his zera comes out of the same tube that is that the shet that the urine comes out, and so there's a major machlokas between the chazonish who says nishtanu ativim. Well, today the chazonish says, well, you see, there are no two shvilim; we only have one shvil. And the cheshev ha'efod who says it's not nishtanu ativim, he and and you'll be able to look. If, I'm going to show you a picture on page ten. Actually, the last page on your booklet. You'll see the bladder, as the air pointed to the bladder. Below the bladder is the prostate. We urinate right through the prostate, so the urethra travels from the bladder to the outside. Now, in the prostate is the ejaculatory duct, which joins the urethra at that location in the prostate. If you Hold see, if you see, yeah, if you see the the inkling, Here's where, remember, in the scrotum, the vast deference is in the kiss, is in the scrotum. But then where the hernia happens in the inguinal canal, the vast takes a turn until it goes behind the prostate and enters into the ejaculatory duct. There the shvila zera is within the abdomen. It's not in the kiss. That's a very important yisodja. Cutting the shvila in the scrotum makes you a psuodaka. But the hetter of the chazonish is that if you cut the shviyah with inside the abdomen, which you have to do when you do a radical prostatectomy, you remove the prostate for prostate cancer, we cut the shviyah zera there, inside the abdomen. That does not make you a tzodak according to the chazonish. That's number one, the hetter of the chazonish. Number two, this is, ja- this is what we're talking about, two shvili. The, the ejaculatory duct, it joins here, and it's kikrit the sashom. The... the, the, the between the bladder and this ejaculate duct is a little tiny amount of tissue. So it's just, the, we're able to, to describe anatomically this, uh, what the Gemara was talking about, that if it got, if it got obstructed, the Shnei Nekavim, according to Chazonish, even the Shtadu it's very hard to understand how in 2,000 years, uh, from the time of Chazal, that would change because the Cheshavah uh, has a different version of the Chazonish that's not Nishtanu Atim. One more thing I wanted to say that in my travels in Israel with Rabbi Shawais and with Matisio Deutsch from Rabbi Shlomo, the son-in-law of Moshe Aberstein, and was Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein, was the son, son and Shlomo Moshe Klein in my Yeshua. But I want to tell you a vignette from Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein. Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein is Baruch Hashem, I, I don't know whether he's in his 90s or high 80s, he's a very, very elderly man. I spent an hour with him and I gave him the sheet of paper. I had a sheet of 10 questions. 
I gave this to all those poiskim. They all responded to us, and it's on the back of the safer in a special appendix. Like all the questions we have, very detailed technical questions of, that we face day to day to day, and they answer. Most of them they answer the same way. So Rav Yisak Zilberstein, who's the son of Rav Yoshev, so first of all, he reminded me very much of Rosh Hashanah's on our bar. Didn't stop smiling. He knew everything on his fingertips, on his fingertips. All the medical things he didn't I mean, it was unbelievable. He knew everything on his fingertips. I, on one of the pages, everything was in Hebrew, except I wrote the word Turk. The, mo- the most important surgery that we do in neurology is the transurethral resection of the prostate. When we go with the telescope, we scrape out the prostate. That's where, in the times of Rav Moshe, Rav Ezrahi wrote about it as well, Rav Burg, when he wrote about it. They used to do a prophylactic vasectomy to prevent the person from getting epididymitis. Well, that hasn't been done for 50 years. So Rav Moshe, so there, that would make you up to a doctor. But Rav Moshe already then asked, I know the urologist in, in New Rochelle, lives in my sister's community, Dr. Bochko. Rav Moshe already, in the English Moshe in the 60s, says, I... I, I consulted with Dr. Botchko, who I, I met, who was friends with my sister. And now they don't do that, so it's not a problem. But the word terp, I wrote, it was in English. Uh, terp, it's, it's, a, it's an English word, T-U-R-P. So Rav he asked me, Mala well, What is this English? Anit Sioni, said it twice to me. Anit, So I had to change the whole thing and give him that. Then I talked to him about the the heter of Rav Moshe, of that he said that if someone had us about all the about that's a question I get many times uh, from the posting that I told you I would get questions uh, about Shuva, maybe was married and had a vasectomy was not religious both Chutei Beitzim were cut in the scrotum he can't be bony he's a Tzuadaka it's not Beitzahakas it's the, the Chutei on both sides have been cut you can't deliver Sheikh Vazera that's holidays that we try to say that chute, if you go into the safe, you'll see, maybe we thought it meant the epididymis only. We wanted, we wanted to be a malamitzchus on people who had vasectomy, but in the end, we did not, we were not able to be matra that, that just, because once the sperm leaves the epididymis into the vas, it's a transport tube only. There's no his bashlus. The Rambam uses the language of his bashlus. Well, if the vasect, if the vast deference is only a transport tube, maybe cutting it shouldn't make you a tzuadaka. We once had Rab Weinreb wrote the same thing about a tubal ligation, that it's not just a transport tube. That's by females, it's not such a severe thing. But in the end, it wasn't accepted. But anyways, so I went with Rav Zilberstein, and we, I said, you know, Rav Moshe has a tshuva, that if you, if you do a vasovasostomy, that's a four-hour operation, Using a microscope, using 9-0, proline. Most of the sutures we use are two or three. This is, this is microscope like Bernie knows, like an ophthalmologist uses it. You have to use a microscope because the tube is so small and you have to put it together. By the way, the success rate is about 90% at delivering the Zera. That means if you do the test after you do the, the vasovasectomy, you can recover Zera in about 90% of cases. The pregnancy rates depend on how long ago you had the vasectomy. If it's within seven years, it's very high. The longer you go beyond seven years, it goes down. But basically, Rav Moshe's, my reading Rav Moshe was if, if the Zera, if you can see Zera, and there's potential, because remember, today with IVF, 
with ICSI, intracytoplasmic sperm inspiration. If you find one sperm, what we were talking about, tezzy and microtezzy, where an infertile person comes, they can operate on the testicle and find one sperm. Kleinfelter syndrome, we talk about somebody who's X, XXY. They're very tall, they're born with very small testicles. You can tell by physical examination that they have this disorder. And they were, for the last hundred years, infertile. Their testes are the size of a marble. But there are hundreds of Kleinfelter syndrome cases now where they've been able to biopsy the testicle, find even one sperm, place it into the egg of their wife, and they're able to have children. So that's what I'm saying. If, you, if the person underwent a, vaso, a reversal of the vasectomy, and they, you can find any, even one sperm, it will do it. So, so I said that maybe not everyone agrees with the head of Rav Moshe. So Rav Zilbers, I have Rav Zilberstein, he took his glasses off and he looked at me extremely sternly. He said, aren't you with Rav Moshe? He said to me that his father-in-law, this is I'm being made, says his father-in-law Rav Yashif told him that there are three people that if we argue on them, it's Leitzanus HaTom. It's mocking the tone. He says he said it was the stipler, Ravon Cutler, and Rav Moshe Feinstein. That, that we may not argue with them, and we know Rav I'm going to argue, but that was, their, that was his generation. But he says in our generation, we may not argue. So, I, by the way, I wrote all of this down and many other uh, anecdotes that I heard from the from the uh, I spent about 45 minutes with, with Shol Moshe Klein, who's a very tough posting. He's in Maimea Yeshua. And, and, but we got answers from him in the name of Rav Bosner because his Bezdin was under Rav Bosner. So in the answers he gave him, Kach Kosov HaRav Bosner. You know, he, he, most of the Jews, as you remember, right. he gave us, it was in the name of Rav Bosner. It's very important because I'm not sure we see in print Rav Bosner's shyness on, on these issues, but now we have them. Anyways, we wanted to share you a little bit of the Sefer, especially the Daf Yoimi learners. We're not going to have the sukya. I think the, the safer will be very interesting. The, daf, the Aguda Dafyoimi Commission is, is sending you know this material to all the Magide Shiro of Dafyoimi. I get it all the time when a new daf is, is, comes out, they send you a new safer on Brachas or on Shabbos. But the, the, we have to send the safer to three reviewers, and they accepted it, and that they're, they're going to they're allow Magide Shiro to use it as well when they when they teach the the sugin yavot. Thank you, really, everybody, much for, for coming. It, it's a great cover to us. Oh yeah, we just want to mention that that we do have sarem outside available. Right, ask Dr. Agustin; he's the one who's giving them out. And I wanted to mention as well that those who want to get the safer, it's on a website called MoroccanHalacha.com. What this has to do with Moroccan halacha? That's a mystery. But that's the that that's where you can obtain the safer. And we want to thank you once again. And Mir uh, Tashem, it's called Safer Kahal Hashem. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.